Before we start, we want to let you know we've launched a Patreon page where supporters can receive perks like bonus episodes and exclusive content. Because Pop Fiction Women is our passion project, a place where we give women space to show up and offer in-depth analysis in the ways we're used to hearing about male creators and their characters. We delve into creativity and psychology with a dash of astrology, and we have so much fun doing it. Just two friends breaking down books, movies, and shows like Normal People, Fleabag, and I May Destroy You. Every single aspect of this podcast we do ourselves, from the preparation to the recording, from the editing to the social media promotion. So we're adding a Patreon platform because we want to keep making the show you love and hopefully expand it even further. So please consider becoming one of our most complicated fans and contributing on Patreon. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash pop fiction women. This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Father of the Bride. Yay. This has a context in where we are right now, which we'll talk about in a a minute. But I have to just set the scene a little bit. Feels like a very big departure from where we've been lately. We've been talking about sexual assault and consent in I May Destroy You. The excitement and fear of falling in love and being vulnerable in Foodie Love. Murder and breaking toxic cycles in Dead to Me. It's, yeah, exactly. But we are complicated women, damn it. And sometimes complicated women want things to be simple. And there's nothing more simple and sweet than the movie Father of the Bride. No, of course. It's very simple. And we were were reminded of this when we watched Father of the Bride 3-ish. Mm-hmm. on Netflix YouTube channel which was very bizarre but and we were very pleasantly surprised that the whole thing really works still after all this time so we'll talk yes. about that more in Crystal Ball but for now we're going to just do our regular episode about the original well actually it's not the original the original this yeah. the 1991 version is a remake of a 1950 movie starring Spencer Tracy and Elizabeth Taylor that was adapted from a book. Mm-hmm. And, and I never be- saw that one. I assume you I didn't. have not either. No. Yeah. And the original movie was nominated for three Oscars, including Best Picture, which is pretty- Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Best Picture. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> but despite that 1950 critical acclaim, this movie is not, even the 1991 version is not for everyone. I'm sure there are feminist scholars everywhere that would rip this movie to shreds. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that too uh, later. But we are two different but complicated women, lawyers, mothers, ambitious women who also have known to sacrifice for our families, modern women, not 1950s housewives, and we both love this movie. So I think that, yeah, I think that's reason enough to, to do it and to cover it especially with the new Father of the Bride 3-ish. So what do you love, Kate, about Father of the Bride? 
Oh, Father of the Bride. I mean, it's so sweet and so funny. Like, I still laughed mm-hmm. at a lot of parts oh of this. Yes. And I just feel like it's timeless in a lot of ways. I mean, yes. somewhat outdated, obviously, in other parts. But yeah. um, but most importantly, I think for me, what I love about it is how much uh, I relate to it. Mm. Um, I hesitate to call this a universal story because... Right. I mean, it's not. A lot of girls grow up without fathers or even mm-hmm. if they do have a father or father figure in their lives, I'm certain not every father feels like George Banks yeah. about his little girl getting married. Yeah. Uh, but for me, yeah, this story was everything. I mean, Aww. I saw it when I first... When it first came out, as you said, that was in 1991. Yeah. And even though I was only in high school... And marriage was clearly the last thing on my mind. Mm-hmm. I knew when I watched it that this was exactly what it would be like for me Aww. and my father. Uh, and when it finally did come to be my time. And I was right. And we will get to that. But yeah. um, it just it just really spoke to me then and now. And it was like watching my relationship with my father yeah. on screen. Yeah, I yeah. Figured, I figured that. I'm so excited to hear yeah. to talk more about that. I love this movie for a different reason, though. I really love the relationships in it. Yeah. First of all, I love the kind of Americana of it. Right? It's mm-hmm. it's it feels like a callback to like a simpler time, but it's also progressive. It echoes, uh, I think, the Cosby show at that time with two working parents. They seem seem to actually share domestic duties. They have a good, solid marriage that has both love and friendship. Of course, it's not progressive according to 2020 standards, but at the time, it was a a pretty big deal to see just all of these things as a given and not a struggle and not even anything to talk about. It was just the way it was. So... I love that. And I love the chemistry between the whole family. Mm-hmm. The All of the dynamics, they just work so well. And it's so funny. And although they really do leave Maddie alone too much, perhaps that's how he becomes the fucked up brother in succession. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could be. Could Which be. is the only way I can see him in that th- in three-ish. But that's okay. I, I, mean- I don't mind. Now that I think about it, I mean, there really is just a huge age gap. She's yes. 22, right? Yes. She says she's 22 and he's yes. 12, 12 I, in it? I, he's, it? I, that sounds right. But he looks very small. He looks like he, he could he be does. eight. And I, they say he was born when she was in elementary school. It doesn't all add up. I will tell you that. It just doesn't. And then we know from Father of the Bride too that then they go have another baby. I mean, what's with them? Their family planning's a little interesting. Like 10 years apart per child. That's right. What are we doing? That's funny. Yes, that's true. Oh my God. But yes, I agree with you. Particularly like their dynamic. I mean, they seem very much equals. Mm -hmm. They're both like she makes reference to like, listen, we both run, or he says, I think we both run successful businesses. I think we can plan a wedding. You know, I mean- Yes. They both are very career oriented and um but also family oriented. Yes. Yeah. Like the the having it all, you know. It is like they, the Huxtables. Yes, yeah. it, and they make it look so easy and which is the lie, but whatever. Right. Right. The also the lie which I loved watching it is the suburban life. Mhm. 
And it's funny because they're very movie middle class, right? They're supposed to be middle class, especially they live outside of LA. They live in a more modest house than the in-laws who live in this mansion in Bel Air. But it's like friends because if you actually did the dollar analysis, they're insanely rich yes of I mean, course it's, it's like a multi-million dollar home <laughs> yeah. even though he's like this is our charming little home we've lived yes. in since she was a kid i'm like yeah that's gorgeous yeah exactly yeah exactly, exactly. um it's also funny for me to think about how much i love the kind of suburban setting because one i was raised in a split between urban and rural no suburban uh-huh. Right. And also, I'm raising my kids in this urban-rural duality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, wh- if I loved it so much, why didn't I move there? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I loved it from afar. Or I loved it, I guess, like, on the screen. Yeah, on the screen. I think it's like a movie. But it's totally as- attainable. I could of have course. done You're that. Right. But no, right. I just like to watch sidewalks it, and little... Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, and <laughs> no. of course... Uh, I love the wedding. And we'll talk about this more in damage again, but there is definitely universal appeal to a a wedding. It's a rite of passage that spans all continents, cultures, socioeconomic classes. It's usually a very happy occasion, Mm -hmm. but it also has high stakes and crazy things can happen. And stress. Yeah. 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 I'm not a wedding person. We'll we'll talk about that. I don't do it for me, but... I'm not either, but they make for good, I guess it's the same way. I'm not a suburban person, but they make Mm -hmm. for good, you know, uh, storytelling. Yeah, and drama, and there's so much packed into it, yeah? Yes. So we already talked a little bit about, I'm you you relating, I'm guessing, to Annie being the daughter in this. Well, it's funny, Corinne. Is that who you were going to say? Because yeah. I was actually, I'm telling you, my, my immediate reaction Nina. With, with who do you relate to? No, was George Banks. Oh, I interesting. Wrote, I wrote George Banks. And then, and I okay. thought that the whole time I was watching it and I was taking notes. And then I thought, wait a second. I was like, I just thought because he shares, like I said, so many attributes of my father that I mm. felt like I could really relate to him. Like yes. I understand George yes. Banks. Okay. The way he and Annie interact is so yes. familiar to me because okay. my own father, like his worrying, the concerned parent thing, yeah. the adoration, the, the all of that. But then I was like, wait, so shouldn't I relate to Annie? I'm like... Yeah. like but you know what? I thought, but my only hesitation there is outside of her interactions with her father, mm. I don't really relate to her. Mm. Like the okay. way she is with Brian, for example, mm. she's like so bubbly and affectionate and like mm. wide eyed and yes. love, like her yes. googly eyes. Yes. And she's just a little too sweet for me to say, oh, I'm Annie. Okay. I'm only Annie vis a vis George Banks, right. like her father. Like right. even her meltdown about the blender, which maybe oh, we'll talk about. Yes, like I could will. appreciate it from like a feminist perspective, but I'm like, I just couldn't picture myself reacting like that. Oh, it's only boy. it's only when she's with her father. Okay. And then right. I'm right there with them. You know, like right. when they're playing basketball, that yes. connection, I get it. Me and my yes. dad, we play sports. But like yeah. me and Annie don't I don't relate to her except vis-a-vis. Uh, her dad so that's why I think I keep in every scene that I pick yeah which we'll go through it's like 
I relate to George. Like I get oh, George Banks. Okay. I know. I get it. I get, <laughs> I get it though. It. No, right? I, I understand what you're saying. And it's funny though, because I do relate to her, but only by her relationship with 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 George I mean, with Brian, with Brian? Yes. Oh. <gasps> yes I thought you might say yeah. that yeah and also you know just the well she's she's very independent and career driven but yes. also incredibly sappy and romantic mm-hmm. she's completely logical until she overreacts mm-hmm. reading into everything like the blender which we will talk about I could relate to a lot of that Right, right. I could see that. I I really could. Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. So there were were two halves of her, I guess. Yes. But as the whole, you're George. Do you worry? Yeah, I do. I do not as badly as my father. It's like George Banks says, with each generation, the percentage gets down a little. My grandmother, his mother, was like an insane worrier. Okay. Then he's like, was pretty bad. And um next one down it's it's watering down oh my goodness okay all right yeah I know it's funny interesting yes I feel like these are different sides that we don't usually see of one another I guess right right? you're right you why would you see my worry wards right yeah or Mm -hmm. in my sappy wide-eyed in love in love side although I'm sure you've actually seen that probably to you (laughs) that one's a little more (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that one I I understand a little more the love of yes. falling in love all yes, of that yes yes I'm okay anyway so scenes mm-hmm. so the movie opens with this the monologue that's one mu- of my scenes no well first oh. it's mute the music and the champagne bubbly over the screen oh, right. mm-hmm. to me it's like an adult Willy Wonka it's right it's like the it's the adult version of Willy Wonka I actually have to give credit to my daughter for that one we watched it all together and she was like this is like Willy Wonka oh my god I love Kyler she is so smart I can't give her credit she'll be she'll take over my spot soon so (laughs) okay but but what about but that so that just sets the stage with you're you're excited you know something good is happening and then did you want to talk about the monologue or do you have a different I actually like the monologue I love the monologue yeah Um, yeah yeah, I do because this just sets the scene for me for George Banks and getting into his head and yes you know it's a great monologue first of all um but then so he's telling them about the wedding but you know, when he says, like, you fathers will understand. You have a little girl, an adorable little girl who looks up to you and adores you in a way you could never have imagined. I remember how her little hand used to fit inside mine, mm-hmm. how she how she used to love to sit on my lap and lean her head against my chest. I mean, these are all things that, like, if anyone would listen to my father, he would, yes, he would say said, those things. Uh... But then I loved this part when he said, from that moment on, you're in a constant state of panic. He's talking mm. as she like gets older. Right. You you worry about her going out with the wrong kind of guys, the kind of guys who only want one thing. And you know exactly what that one thing is because it's the same thing you wanted when you were their age. Mm. And that is also literally yes. something my father would say. Yes. Goes, I know what boys your age want. I was a teenager once. Like right. every cliche you can think of. <laughs> Uh, and then he says, and you quit worrying about her meeting the wrong guy, and you worry about her meeting the right guy. I love and you're that. You're like, oh, yes. and he says, because that's the biggest fear of all, 
because then you lose her. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I love like, that switch. Yes, exactly. And you just there you, you know, you see poor George Banks. Like that's what this story is about, yes. right? Like him letting go. L- yep, and losing, losing his daughter. Yes. So yes. Oh. Do you know? I saw or I read that the that was that is just like the opening monologue for the 1950 movie. Same thing, Uh, like set in mm -hmm. a chair, kind of him talking to the camera. And they did 35 takes because they wanted him to be super relaxed to really set the tone for the movie. Because like at the end, he's kind of exhausted. It's the only way he could probably relax. And the whole thing's over with now. And he has a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of sadness, but totally comfortable. And so they did 35 takes to get him in that place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, it's a great opening. It is. And next I'm going to basketball. Oh, I have one before it then. Good, I like me. a lot in the beginning. So okay, that, tell that, that, me. Um, when she tells her father she's getting married. Oh, yes, yes. I mean, it's just, that to me is just yes. such a classic scene. It I is. mean, she's so bubbly and gushing about how she met someone and he's amazing and we're getting married. Ah, you yes. know, And he's just like this is what? ridiculous yeah like his facial expressions i mean it's steve martin like at yes. his finest like the looks on his face then this is ridiculous no you're not you're too young like just mm-hmm. all these starts ranting yes um and then i love when he's like i thought you didn't want to get married i thought that it meant that a woman lost her identity i thought mm-hmm. you wanted to get a job so you could earn money and be your own person you know and yeah. she's like that was before I met Brian, you know? Mm. And I love when they make a little girl. Yes, they like cut they away s- to the... <laughs> yes. Because I bet that's what married. it's like. <laughs> exactly. Because I bet for the yeah. dad, like, yes. that's what he sees. He yes. still sees that. And he's like, how is this possible? Yes. And I just, I don't know. I love And then they go too. in, I do love that too. And then they go into that whole banter back and forth. Like, uh, we got... We got married oh, when yeah. d- this age? No, I actually had her, Nina says. I actually had her when I was this age. Right. And but so, we were different. We yeah. were mature. Yeah, I know. What? Like exactly. it was nonsensical, but he is spiraling because he totally. just cannot believe what he's heard. Yes, yes, yes. And that's, that's where I don't relate to Annie in that way because like the gushing over Brian mm. to him, like, see, I wouldn't do that because I would know that it would like kill my father. Like, oh. I would say what I needed to say, right? But I wouldn't be like, he's the best. He's this. he's a he's genius. A genius. Oh yeah, we he's got a that. Genius. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, yeah. We know. <laughs> we heard. So, I love that. Yes, yes, and you can see he doesn't take it well because he's like, oh great, I'm now gonna have to employ this this uh, that was independent best. communications <laughs> consultant yeah it was very funny yes and then so the basketball yeah the basketball yeah i mean this is just i i love a montage even though it's the yes. same thing it's just over and over but and my girl is playing which oh i love that song i know yeah I, they're so cute it is they're very cute it's ridiculous though that she's got a dress and pearls on a little bit little ridiculous bit. yeah but it's yeah. part of the appeal of the movie it really is 
Yeah, she just like threw her hair up in a ponytail yes, and yes. went on out there and got like all sweaty. And they like, yes. you know, they played hard. Yes. Do you know that one, that took two, they blocked off two entire nights to film that one scene. With, wow. Yeah. And, and she got trained a lot by like by the basketball okay. player. Yeah, to learn the moves so she wouldn't uh, look ridiculous. That's so funny. And it's they said it took 200 or it's a compilation of 200 takes see this is so funny i wonder if this is um i know uh charles shire nancy myers ex directed this but i've read a lot of articles about nancy myers and one of her things that everyone says is she does hundreds of takes like yeah. it's it's actually really frustrating sometimes for the actors and she's like too bad like that's just the way i am oh, wow. um, so i wonder if she got that from him or if they're both just right. that way because they made so many movies together but like that's her mo it I is bet. just yeah um yeah she just does things she says i just want to have so much so that then i can edit like i can have like right. a million different options right. but right it's hard for the actors yes yeah i can't imagine and, and i guess that's a luxury of like a nice big budget disney movie i guess yeah 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 that you can do that oh yeah so that was very sweet it's kind of their last moment before brian intrudes and starts to ruin everything for them yeah, yeah. and starts sucking up yeah brown nose <laughs> my kids were like what does that mean <laughs> so funny you're right yeah, that's yes. not an expression they know no 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 um, okay, so what do you what do you have next? I then go all the way to the uh, hot dog bun scene in jail and his oh. subsequent uh, incarceration. Okay, then I have one before that. My yeah. <laughs> mine is. I mean, I did really try to pick ones that were focused on the women or or sort of that direction, but it's yeah. not really possible in this movie. But the wedding planner is just <laughs> Frank when they meet Frank for the first time. That is one of my favorite scenes. Martin so Short good. just kills all the show. He mm-hmm. cracks me up. And this is something also for nostalgia reasons. My brother and I, I don't even know. My brother and I do not have the same taste in movies or TV or anything. We really don't have the same taste. But for some reason, the two of us both really loved this movie. Mm-hmm. And we loved Frank. Oh my gosh. I mean, to this day, we still use some of those lines. Like, five months, not much time. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so good. It cracks it me up. And you're like, what are you saying? I, I know, but the best is that, that um, the two women, they, I mean, Nina understand and Annie, every word. 100%. And I just love that Steve. Uh, <laughs> Martin is just like, wait, what? 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 Like, we're going to need a translator. (laughs) Yes, we're going to have our wedding at home on January 5th. January 5th. Yes. And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It is so good. That. And that. And I did, I told you, I watched this, I bought the version that has the bonus scenes. And actually, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Uh, we're in Three Amigos together before this. Okay. And they were talking in these extra feature about just how much they love each other and oh. how that well, and but they couldn't even get through a conversation or this interview because they just kept cracking each other up. Oh, and they, God, they, I love it. It's just two really funny people put oh, together. I, yeah. 
Uh, but, you know, to me, George, in those, I mean, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Frank really is supposed to steal the scene, but he really does. He steals every scene that he's in with, with, uh, with Steve Martin. As amazing as Steve Martin is, he just... Yeah. He crushes does, it totally he does. he's just he just commits so fully and it's so outlandish by the way i just read that he this character was loosely based on celebrity wedding planner kevin yes! lee did you I see gonna, that too no i saw it and i was gonna ask you because i don't know who that is oh, but they said they were on yes. real housewives so i'm like corinne will know yes lisa vanderpump he planned lisa vanderpump's daughter pandora's wedding I'm yeah. so glad you said yes. this because I did not know who the hell that was. So I was like, Meh. yes, I was like, you got it. I've also Corinne seen him. I've seen him on other, maybe the Kardashians, maybe too. He planned Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's wedding. Okay. Wow. I read that too. Who is this? So he's just a celebrity wedding planner. Does yeah. he have an accent or what do they I mean don't, they based it on him? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I do. I mean, I remember he laughed a lot. So okay. <laughs> I could see it. I guess I could see it is the point, but I don't remember. Um, I don't remember exactly. But yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, his scenes were great. Yes. Oh, so good. Okay. And then, uh, and then you're at the you're at the jail. This is a good. Scene. Well, because this is where his breaking point. He's yes. you know been been freaking out about the costs and everything. Yeah. I mean. The hot dog bun scene is really just a way for me to talk about Nina's speech to your point. Yes. The I do think Nina's speech in jail is amazing. But yes. the hot dog bun scene is what leads you into it. And yeah. it is a classic scene. It is. That, I do not remember movies or movie lines the way mm. a lot of people do. And so when he started saying that, I'm like, oh my God, the big shot at the Wiener company got together with the big yes. shot at the bun company. That's from this movie? Yes. I forgot. And so... I was talking, my husband did not know we were doing this. And I okay. said, so, you know that line from a movie where it's like, where there's like, the guy starts taking the buns out because they don't match the number of hot yeah. dogs. And he's like, yeah. And then some big shot got together with the guy at the wiener. I'm like, yeah. he's like, it's from Father of the Bride. I'm like, oh my of God. Course. I'm like, well, I know that because I just watched You're it. like, but now. How, how do you remember that? He's like, how do you not? not. I mean, it's like the because- scene in Father of the Bride. And the reason it's so memorable, like for knowing what it's from, is because he goes, George Banks, Banks is done is being safe. ripped off. And yes. he's like, and the, the guy at the grocery store is like, who's George Banks? Exactly. He's like, they think the American public is a bunch of trusting nitwits. Well, George Banks is saying no. And he goes, who's George Banks? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh my God. So I was just dying at that. And I was like, I forgot that was from this movie. I know. Uh, yeah. This is, I'm terrible with, with movie yeah. lines and oh, things. That's funny. But so I love that. That reminded me of that. But then I, I totally forgot about him then being thrown in jail for it. And when. <laughs> Which is Diane... just the most ridiculous set ever. Oh, that. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. My, uh, my kids also chimed in with another very good cross reference. It looks like the Muppets when Miss Piggy is put in jail, <laughs> like in the Great Muppet Caper. It oh looks exactly God. like that. Oh, that is yeah. so great. Yeah. But I mean, yes, putting that aside, I do think, listen, this isn't, uh, as you said from the outset, a movie with the most um, complicated women or mm. representations of women. Mm. But. Nina is not 
fucking around here no. for her. And mm-hmm. when she walks in there and he's like, okay, great, you're going to let me out. She's like, not quite I yet. have terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And makes him go through this. I, George ba- Stanley mm-hmm. Banks, promise to pull it together and act my age. Like, I'll stop hyperventilating rolling my eyes, unbuttoning my top collar, you know, all mm. the litany she goes through. Yes. yes. But, and I love, of course, he's like, and he does it, you know, like he's like, oh shit. And he yeah. repeats after her. Yeah. And then I love that it turns into like a romantic scene. Yes. Like yes. she's not done reading him the riot act. And then he goes, I love you, Nina. And she's yeah. like, I love you too. But first, like she finishes yes. what she has to yes. say. And then, yes. then she's like, Okay, I love you too. And then yeah. they kiss. Yeah. And I'm like, look at that. It really I know. I loved that. Me I thought too. that was he went from and that was really, you know, his his rock bottom, if you yes. will, for this yes. movie. Yes. It was a turning point. Yeah, and 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 the last line is I'm stealing a a, a bit of my daughter's happiness. And he delivers it. She delivers it like repeat after me, and he delivers it like, oh, Am I yeah, really with stealing? every eye roll, yeah. I'm taking away a piece of her happiness. Yes. Like, oh shit! Yes, and it like pains him that. to say it. Yes, exactly. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. So cute. Yes. So my next one is the blender scene. Oh yeah, go for the blender. Yeah, this is my single favorite scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. It's the one moment of complexity, I think, in in an otherwise very sweet and simple movie. And she comes home and says the wedding is off, which is kind of, you know, it's like, whoa, that seems to come out of nowhere. We see no indication that that's coming. She says the wedding is off. She doesn't even say they have a fight. It's just done. And George walks in there very calmly and like, okay, I have to go kind of be her rock which is a different mm-hmm. side of him he's been complaining this whole time and i don't know I, the whole you know and then she explains what happened and the and it's about the blender and what does the blender mean and is it a representation of how he feels about her and does he expect her to stay at home and be <laughs> like this domestic and then george goes and meets brian and brian's like it really isn't and I just, you know, I thought she would like it. I wanted something little for our home. It was just a nice she thing. She likes to make banana smoothies yes. or whatever. Yes. And then he comes back and reports to, to Annie. And he's like, you know, he kind of just thought you might want to blend something someday. And I'm like, it's just a practical, that's it. <laughs> but I, But I love, aside from all of the back and forth, I love that it highlights the relationships and how that it's just a given that no one in this movie is complete without their other half. Like the yin to the yang. It just, and like you look for someone to balance you out and to to be the other way and to show you the other side of things. And, you know, I've always been, you know, strong, independent, opinionated, but I've also always been in relationships. And so, because I do really value the relational part of it. A partner to me is what makes me see new parts of myself. It's what helps me grow. It's what helps me get better all the time. So it doesn't have to be this, like, I need a man. And I loved 
seeing that. And I loved seeing it for both George and Nina and for Brian and Annie. So Yeah. And that's when her father realizes at the bar with him, like, oh my God. Yes. She's me. I'm an over- right. Mm-hmm. She's me and he's Nina. Yes. And and that's when he and they're perfect. He can't get other. in the way of that yes. because yeah. that's what's been such a joy, as you said, in a partnership yeah. for him. And he's the overreactor and oh so she, but Look at this. They can balance each other out and then yes. gets out of the way, you know, yes. and is selfless and yes. goes back to his daughter and smooths it over for yes. her. Yes, um, I love that, too. Yeah. It yeah. was really nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have any other scenes? That's all I have. No, I know. Were we doing cringy? I, I don't. We I could. I have, have some, them off the top of my head, but um, I just have a few that I put in. There, I don't even need to discuss them that much, but they're yeah. more incredulous or just like uh, silly. I don't know if the, they like at the dad's at the in-laws' yes, house. I when really he's snooping. I hate it and looking at the bank account yeah. and then falls in the pool. I mean, she's fucking stupid. It's, it's so not, bad. It's so it's bad. So bad, and it's drawn out. Like yes. maybe he just went upstairs and like, oops, shit. Like I. I don't mirror. know, but it goes right. on for like, and then the dogs. I mean, and it's then the, the dogs whole and then thing. The pool. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was that terrible. Was too much. Terrible. Yeah. Um. That was terrible. Then there was just like seriously, like when he at the wedding now, when like the cops oh, come God. and they got to yes. move the cars. We're gonna let the. 12-year-olds park your cars? What is going on? I mean, it's not even possible, but whatever. It's not even possible. But the whole, that whole sequence from there till the end, the biggest issue I have with it is how George is missing the whole fucking way. That would not happen. it wouldn't. All of this and the the relationship you have with your daughter, all the effort that went into this wedding – you why is there no father daughter dance right what are you talking about like i just want to be able to dance with my daughter i just want to see her how are you not seeing her like how did you miss the whole thing no and then he runs around oh i could take the other route to the (laughs) stairs to see her throat and then he misses all that and then she somehow leaves her own wedding and he never even got to talk to her you don't have to leave right then you can just wait like i'm just gonna wait here for my dad Right. So that whole bit from there to the end, I'm just like, it's just, it makes no sense to me. Yes. It's just like, yeah. why'd they have to do that? Yeah. It's just the, it's just the drama. It's just, and it's a lot of good comedic moments. Like when he slides on the ice, jumping over the swan, you know, it's a little good. I know. Yeah. But I, I hear you. I hear you. It does get out of control. Yeah. So I don't put it in our typical cringy, but it's, right. you know. Yes. There, there's some issues there. But also, I like, it was because of that that she could call and have yes. this beautiful moment at the end. Right, where she said she loved him. Yes, yes. And I just also love how she's wearing that, like, this is so, I, is it 90s? I don't know, but no. it's certainly not. It's certainly not 2020, how yeah. you're in that white wedding suit yes. that she's wearing. That seems like leaves. 50s or something. That and the cost of the wedding, can, before we move on, can yeah. it, how was $250 a head in 1991? That's a lot of scratch. It like, is. That it was is. a lot when I or you were planning a yeah. wedding. I, I yeah. mean, two, and then 572 people? Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, this math does not add up. No, it does not. 
no. And they try to brush it off as like, we don't go on expensive vacations and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But that, it just doesn't even make sense. Like, it why would anyone spend that much money? Especially if they're really are supposed to be kind of the, the middle America kind of. Right. You know. So that was a little... Also, when was it a rule that you pay for the, that the flying the parents pay for flying in overseas guests? Is that a never, rule? I was like, never okay. heard of that. So, so I'm just now I'm just nitpicking. But yes. I mean, I love the movie, but I'm yes. like, really? Yeah. Well, agreed. Okay. Agreed. <laughs> and it is customary for the, it, or it's not not customary for the groom's parents to pay for certain things where they particularly offer to- when they're loaded yes. and they offered how yes. about you start with your overseas relatives yes that, that, take that one yes <laughs> and then he his pride gets in the way he's like god okay. damn it i could do this it's ridiculous right. it doesn't and make any like, sense that doesn't make any sense yes no. okay. oh, we should have done still. we should have done picking nits but that yeah well we just did yes <laughs> <laughs> um okay so damage we're gonna i love this i yes. love this idea that you okay have here. yeah so usually we talk about the damage of our characters but as we've already said this is kind of the, these are not the most complicated characters really across the board men or women so i had the idea to kind of turn it around did this movie contribute to any damage that you might have had did you get any ideas from this movie that that may or may not have have played a role in eh, you know damage might be too strong of a word but i think right. you know where we're going with this oh no i know where you're going yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say that the movie contributed to my damage but it made me think of yes all sorts of damage like i i don't i'm not getting back on the couch but i'm I, who knows because i'm right. close but <laughs> when you posed this i thought what is she talking and then i was like oh my god like this movie probably stirs up my daddy issues yeah my mommy issues <laughs> and my money issues. Oh, which I of course, which of course are caused by my parents. Right. So I was like, this might be like a trifecta. I mean, <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't think it was. Amazing. Yeah. But the minute you said it, I was like, holy shit! Like, there's a lot that yeah. comes out of this for me. Yeah. No, it snuck yeah. up on me too, but yeah. That's probably why you came up with it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I can start with those. I, I, <laughs> I mean, you want me to, did you want me to go first? No, I mean, if you, if you want to, otherwise. Yeah, 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 let's do it. So, so the daddy issues, I mean. Well, it sets guess- up some very unrealistic well, I don't know. I guess you have that relationship. Though, I but had tell me. Yes. that. That's yes. what's so messed up. So, yeah. so it's really hard to be daddy's little girl mm. like this. Yeah. I mean, that relationship you see and George Banks and how much he adores her mm-hmm. and how hard it is for him to see her with anyone. Yeah. Um, that is was my life. Yeah, I mean, right. like he and it's it's a lot of pressure actually. Wow, um, it's it is it's a lot of pressure. I could see that to feel that much love. I know that sounds weird, but it's it's can no. be smothering. Yeah, it can be embarrassing. Yeah, I mean the way he would, my father would like 
talk about me to other people is like legendary uh-huh. slash oh, infamous. It'd right. be like, oh my God, did my father tell you that? Yeah, I'm not actually the smartest person right. that's ever. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. And it, you, you don't want to be ungrateful. Right, right. And of course, it's so sweet, but like, it's just too much sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. I mean, but... And then the mommy issues. So my mother has admitted to me later in life after my father died that she felt like my father paid too much attention to me and praised me too much. So she needed to overcompensate by taking my brother's side because there's only me and my brother and we're only a year apart and um, created like a sort of divide and when i lost my father like i lost my ally right like my person right in the family dynamic right so that's right weird. yeah uh, i'm like so that's, <laughs> that's weird. weird and and if i've i've never had this conversation with my mother and i don't think she listens so hopefully not but <laughs> i'm sure that i'm talking about competition with my brother and how she felt like she had to overcompensate but right. i have to imagine that it might have caused some weirdness or issues like for her like the the right love and adulation right. that he expressed about me right you know what i mean yes oh i do i feel like we i feel like you one hears yeah. that typically about like a mother with their you know like a, a husband will get jealous of the mother's love for the kids but here it's the the opposite yeah 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 and it was really hard like he never liked anybody i dated like he was exactly what you would think like right. someone would come in and like they'd be like i don't think your dad likes me i'm like no no he's just like that with everyone because right. because i you know it's because of me like right. he just it was right. so weirdly territorial right. and protective like mm. i mean it was very difficult for yeah. anyone. My husband talks about it to this day. Oh, uh, wow. It was, I mean, he kind of only liked one person I ever dated. And um, I don't know why. He was particularly nice to one person. Other than that, <laughs> he, and you couldn't really talk to him about it because he didn't see it. You're right. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm very nice. Because he right. wasn't like right. outwardly dickish. Right. It was just right. like, she's mine. So right. It just a sh- a, like a protective barrier. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's like it gets a little. It got to be a lot. That's yes. all I will say. Interesting. Um, and then the money issues. Yeah. I mean that stuff about paying for the wedding and yeah. when George Banks is having the meltdown and uh, the fights they have and going through the list to cut the number of people mm. and when he's excited because yes. somebody's dead. Yes. Like, <laughs> and how horrible that is. Yeah. And like, why does the groom side look all these numbers? Or when he's like, let's have it at the steak pit. Uh, that, yes. Those discussions, like when we were wedding planning, that was so my house. Like oh you could replay gosh. those. Like the going through the list and how dare they have so many cousins. And oh and gosh. let's have it at the VFW. Right. Like, as a joke. <laughs> and then like, oh, the, we're not getting those past hors d'oeuvres. you know how much those past hors d'oeuvres right. cost? And oh like, my gosh. But, oh, and and for my parents, I, as you know, but people listening don't know, it was fighting about money was like a professional sport right, in my right. house. I mean, that's that was what they fought about. So, right. and that messed me up, right, in a lot of ways. Right. So, but the so wedding was, brought it out. You're like, oh god, oh, I'm back. Yeah. Here I am. I'm back. Oh, so I was gosh. like, well, can't we cut that person? You don't even like that guy. <sighs> well, you coach with that guy. Well, I don't know. 
oh my god it, it was like a de- debate about who's worthy like do right. you really like that person right. ah, you haven't talked to that person in forever whole thing and oh i'd sit gosh. there like she did with like my head and my hand and i'm like fuck it uh, I, I don't even care right <laughs> you're like what is going on so oh, yeah, that was a lot. So very accurate then. <laughs> yes, like, very accurate. You're like, how do these? It's people like they in were my in house? my house. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Wow, I had no idea, and I have yeah. lots of damage too, but totally different stuff. So who mm-hmm. knew how damaging Father of the Bride was? <laughs> <laughs> so That's mine great. again is is more about the relationships so you know this I was the kind of kid who role played playing mommy from like you know right out of the womb toddler mm-hmm. and I did not dream of a big wedding I didn't have any parties for like my birthday growing up you know nothing big or anything so a big wedding or a traditional wedding because my parents were very not traditional as well wasn't really in my mind until I saw this movie and I don't know why I just glommed onto it like it was like a bible for me that I had to or or like a recipe book that I had to follow exactly and wow yeah yeah and I because I had no other models for this none I mean my friends started getting married around the same time but I had had it in my head really from from this movie was what had that was that was my model I didn't have it in in, any of my family none of my you know no wedding books or anything like that was Mm -hmm. nothing was was ever like this so and but that was the easy part frankly if I only wanted the ridiculous traditions of a wedding that would have been probably okay but this movie did me one worse oh no it gave me the idea that once you found your partner the hardest part was over. Like, you know, this is the whole movie ends at the end of the wedding. Like that, Mm -hmm. the hard part is over. Finding your person in in a sea of millions, it, I mean, does seem pretty hard. So I was like, okay, that's it. But put on your white suit and get on the plane and you're done. And then (laughs) like happily ever after. And I wasn't big, like I didn't do princesses. I didn't do fairy tales. So this was my... Like, okay, you jet off to Hawaii and your life now kind of gets to begin and and that's that's all the fun stuff. But yeah, I, I did not understand wow. that marriage is something bigger than love and definitely bigger than a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. But what about part two? Did you watch part two? I did not. I did not. You've never seen part two? I've never seen part two. Even though I saw part three-ish, I did not. No way. No, I don't. I was, I don't, maybe I was so fucked up. So here's the other thing about, well, I guess I couldn't, the timing couldn't have been this way, but I was one of those people that the first year of marriage felt like the rug was pulled out from underneath me. Like, Mm -hmm. That's not what Father of the Bride Part 2 was like. No, I I know. But I think I had like PTSD. I'm like this is this is all there is. This that was it. And you know, the year leading up to like like in the movie, the year leading up to your wedding, it's all about you. Engagement yeah. parties, bridal showers, bachelorette weekends. It's too much. It, it's a lot. And then when you marry someone whose family and friends are all on the other side of the country as my husband's were all in mm-hmm. California, 
I had all of those events times two or sometimes three. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, of course. I did too. Yeah. And mine were Jersey and Long Island. I still had two of everything. Yeah. 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 But it was a, it was a lot of fun. Yes. But there was a lot of support and connection and really an outpouring of love that you get from your friends and family that you don't normally get and you don't normally you know you don't norm certainly in my house that we just or and even my friends we don't you just don't express those things it was fine you're you know you're with each other but the kind of the outpouring of of expressions of love and tokens of love is just a whole new thing for me right right. so but you know I, I loved all of that it didn't feel like too much for me probably because I had craved it my whole life and never really had it and then yeah. the wedding is the main event it's the end the culmination of all that work and that was the point where I was like I felt so alone and vulnerable yeah and, and it, it, yeah it's not your fault it's not even this movie's fault they no, said the whole system sets you up for this it's, it's messed up it's really true yeah right it is it's too much yeah like yeah but I guess the good thing is I mean my husband and I we we had a really tough first year and we were really on the verge of getting divorced and I, I I had written about this once and I said we broke the vows that we made love honor cherish for better and for worse like naughty school, school children testing boundaries and no one came to save us we arrived at the point of collapse and faced one another with a daunting choice to stay together or divorce on paper it would have been easy to leave we had been living apart we had no children and we had absolutely no idea how to fix us yet neither one of us could do it and as hard as that was, the realization and the that that kind of blind faith and loyalty that we showed mm-hmm. to one another, despite how easy it would have been to walk away, but for the fact that it was dissolving a marriage, is really something that you never forget. And I had written that actually in the context of the fact that I said that once we had kids, so many marriages are first tested when they have kids and how do you work together. Right. And, and I had said, by then... We were good because we had gone through the yeah. the mm-hmm. the bigger tests right after we got married. So and those are the types of movies that we should they should make, right? That story, yeah, that story. I'm not saying this this more fairy tale type one like we said. It's sweet, it has it great, but yes. like, give me that story yeah, too, man. Right? I mean, I know, I would, know. Would would you do a big wedding again? would you do this it's so hard to say because i think i mean well i mean i i absolutely would well do you mean like if i was a second marriage or if i was going back in time or well that's the thing i guess if it's a second marriage most people would be like hell no why would i do that again right so that's not really fair because i think anyone already had a big one it's easy to say wow that's right i already did that that. yeah so i guess it's really the back in time question but do you go back in time with the knowledge you already have exactly that's the question and i I always say i would never but that's because i already got to so right well, see, I yeah. I know if I didn't have the knowledge, I, I would do it again because it was just it was a rite of passage. It was it was a thing. I do think about it though for my daughter, and I struggle yeah. there because yeah, I could understand that she would want it, and I also want to tell her how completely worthless it is. But I know but I, she don't I'll go rob her. Yes, of the of exactly. So I'll go with yeah. whatever she goes with, but um. 
it, it's hard. It really is hard. And I just don't, I certainly would not be one of those mother of the bride crazy, like, Oh, of course no, not. Because I'd be yeah. like, this is dumb. But I'll try to humor her, I guess, is the right. point. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So. Wow. So a lot of damage. A lot of damage. Bring out. A lot of damage. Pretty sweet movie. And here's the thing. I know mine comes primarily from that. I mean, I guess some some other movies, but I had none of that in my real life. I had none of that in my real life. No, nothing of that was modeled in anyone I knew or anyone in my family, generations, either side, whatever it is. It, I had none of it. So it was very much that movie that left an imprint on me that was like, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. And certainly when I watched this movie, I didn't, I would, would not have been able to articulate these issues, but but everything I just said was present then. Right. I probably just, and right. there was probably a little bit of, oh shit, like this is exact, I mean, I think I'm going to talk about this in my takeaways. Like, yeah. I, I, pro- I probably watched it in the subconsciously. It was like, this is, oh my God, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Ooh. When it's my time. Right. Like, right. he's not going to be okay right. with this. Right. Yeah. You saw it coming. Yeah. 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 Oh, it came. It came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So what's, what she said, we've already done Nancy Myers for some, uh, something's got to give right yes one of my favorite episodes yeah great episode if you I, haven't it, listened to that one it is it was a, especially a good one for you you were really you yeah, really sh- i love that one i love that one too i so i didn't really have much to add for her i did have a couple of like little things first of all completely out of the context of of this movie uh, an interviewer asked her, do you have any family traditions? And she oh. said, whenever one of us is traveling, we always text the others when we land and say, she landed George, which is a line from oh, the movie when the when movie. she comes, yes, when she comes home from Rome and, and he's at work yes. and, and the assistant calls it over the loudspeaker. She landed George. So I love yes. that. Yes. Yes. That really, I love his little worrying about that. Yes. That is that was, also mm. so um, my dad. Yeah. 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 He's like, I'm always a concerned parent. I'm big on car seats, mm-hmm. seatbelts, bedtimes, curfews, calling when you get somewhere, never running with a sharp object. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a father. Yes. But I'm like, he's like, worrying comes with the territory. And I'm like, I'm not sure it does for yeah. everyone. Mo- I mean, <laughs> you more so than George others. Banks, yes, exactly. <laughs> it did for my dad, but I, I don't know. Yes, yes. What about you? So, did you find it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I we're, we're going to do Crystal Ball next. And so mm-hmm. mine sort of leads into that. But oh, um, yeah, it's an article that she just wrote for the New York Times two days ago. Wait, oh, what did say? Yes. yay. Two days ago about coming up with the idea for Father of the Bride 3-ish mm-hmm. and sort of how that was spawned by the pandemic. Okay. Um, so the article, she, start, she starts like, I thought I was retired. After 40 years of making movies, I felt done. I was planning to travel more, start reading more. I wanted to buy a hammock. You know, all the regular stuff retired people want to do. Then COVID-19 came to America. And she goes on to explain how she went a little cuckoo, buying like medical supplies, Mm. cans of beans, boxes of pasta, jars of almond butter. 
And like, even before, like, so like the first week of March, even before what I considered to be like the day the world shut down, she started getting like super neurotic, like wearing a mask, like everywhere. Wow. Uh, yeah. And she said that her children tell her like, she's a person who needs a project, mm-hmm. um, but she couldn't do any of these projects, right? She couldn't see her friends. Sure. She couldn't go to see her kids or grandkids. So she made her home her project. She says, I became a dedicated house cleaner. In May, in May, she says, after two months of mopping, wiping, washing, disinfecting, (laughs) and endlessly buying new cleaning tools on Amazon, I knew I couldn't go on like this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? I needed an escape. I needed to go back to work. Mm. And she said... She stops to be like, listen, I understand I'm really lucky compared to the rest of the world. She said she saw like families waiting in line for food yeah. in 2020 in America yeah. and yeah. it was heartbreaking. So this is what she started thinking, like, what can I do? Like, so she's losing her mind. She sees that there's people struggling. So she emailed Steve Martin mm-hmm. and asked <laughs> if he had time to chat. And he wrote back, I have nothing but time. Uh-huh. So, so she told Steve... I want to write a short part three to Father of the Bride. And he was like, great. (laughs) But um, so she said, like, I told Steve, I thought his character, George Banks, a self-admitted overreactor, was Mm. ripe to revisit during the pandemic. I explained I'd like to make the film as a fundraiser for World Central Kitchen to help those who were struggling. So it was a fundraiser. Yes. But then she realized, wait, like I haven't written Father of the Bride characters in decades. Like, so she was really nervous, um, which, but also got her really excited, you know, like that fire in her belly. Sagittarius. Um, Yes. And so then she said to the crystal ball point, like she thought, it suddenly became really like comforting to her to think about the Banks family and where they might be today. Mm. So she's like realized that George and Nina would now be in their 70s. And she wondered what like what their 50 years of marriage would look like. Do they still live in the big white house? And how did their son Maddie turn out? Mm. She's like, he was only 12 in it. Um, and then she thought about the two babies that were born yes. in Father of the Bride Part 2. Yes. So George and Nina had their baby and Annie and and her husband had a baby. And then she did the math and she was like, oh my God, those babies would be 25. Oh my God. So she said, and this is the part that I love. She said, thinking about George Banks might, how George Banks might respond to sheltering at home kept me up at night. I was no longer awake at 4 a.m. because the news was so frightening, (laughs) but because I was thinking of all the what ifs I could write into this screenplay. And she says, the pandemic brought me back to being a writer. And I loved that because we were talking about like Chloe Benjamin and people having different reactions to like their ability to like Mm -hmm. write and be productive in the pandemic. And it's different for everyone. But for her, she said, I started to feel grateful, then a bit guilty about feeling that. Mm. The work was giving me a sense of calm and purpose. Mm. As long as I was in the Banks' world, I wasn't in this one, right. even though the story is set in August 2020. Right. Um, and then she said she just gave all of her neuroses and worries and concerns about the pandemic (laughs) into Steve Martin's character. Exactly. (laughs) She said she just channeled this into his over-the-top personality. And then she was able to sort of laugh at herself. She said, and this is crazy. This is so 
what he does in, in the uh, reunion. I mean, she says, I was using 50 pairs of disposable gloves a month and I never left my house. Oh, Jesus. She was forwarding so many emails about the virus to my kids that they finally stopped answering me. Oh, God. She said, I decided this was how I was going to write George Banks. Wow. And this time around, she said, there's a much bigger piece of me in him. Right. Like, clearly. I mean. Right. Hello. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I just love it that she took this. And then, of course, she goes through all the logistics. Once she thought, oh, this is a great idea, but I have no idea how to do this. No one can leave their house. We have to figure out how to film right. each person via Zoom right. in their own home. She had to send like a crew and cameras to each house. Like she was like, it was a logistical nightmare, but mm -hmm. she got so excited trying to figure it out. And by the end, you know, she said, as I think about it, this unusual process reduced filmmaking to what it ultimately comes down to performance and telling our story. And she said, for me, I guess I always do need a project. This one, with its positive themes and love of family, made me feel whole at a time when I needed it most. And if our efforts lead to a little relief for someone else, then it was a summer well spent. Oh. And I'm like, see, maybe that's why we needed to do this, right? Yes, like, I love It's like a positive that. theme. It's sweet in a time when maybe people need some of this. I love that. It's amazing. But I kind of like to hear like how like people, it's not just me, right? Or anyone, people, no. are, you know, they're losing it and they got to find a way to channel that. And she came up with this. And I think people are, it's being really well received. And yes, talk about that now. But yes. I mean, so I she gave us the crystal ball. That's right. Uh, yeah. So our crystal ball, we're not going to even bother imagining where they are because she's had another movie and now this little three-ish but this is why we this that was the whole reason we started we did this because it just was so sweet it really it held up it was sweet the the father of the bride three-ish and it just was very nostalgic it made us very nostalgic for the movie the yes. original oh yes right? absolutely yeah i mean yeah Go ahead. No, I just, I, the whole, it just, like I said, the whole thing really held up to me. I actually really appreciated seeing Kiernan Culkin, Kieran Culkin, who is now a huge star. <laughs> like, yeah. Reprising his role. And then Florence Pugh and, oh, exactly. and ben, ben Platt. Platt. Yes. <gasps> yeah. And know. Robert De Niro. Oh, that was a surprise. That was great. That was um, her father. The, the father-in-law. Oh right. Awesome addition. Yes. Yes. We got in Ben Platt singing. Yeah. Not only do we get Ben Platt, we get him singing. Yeah. The Way, the way You Look, you look Tonight. tonight. Mm -hmm. By Frank Sinatra, which was mm -hmm. in the movie. Yes, it was. At the end. But yes. instead of, like I said, it should have been a father-daughter dance. But instead it was Nina and George dancing. Right. And... That is what I danced at my wedding to, to with my father. Aww. And when Ben Platt starts singing it, I love his voice. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. I'm, just, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I was like, oh my. That's when I started crying. Yeah. Like, oh my God, he's singing it on the piano. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like the original. It was such a perfect mix of really funny, silly comedy. And then very sweet when they decided to get married on the zoom and martin short came in 
I mean, he was great again. Yes, I know. I, it was <gasps> it, it captured what we loved about the original. And to have it still be fresh and interesting this many years later was it's just so nice. I know. It really was. And they all came back to do it. Yes. It, just, it was great. I know. All of them. It was so funny to see because some of them you you know some of them are still around and then others you don't see as much so right it was right. fun to to see like brian i don't have seen him Has no he, right? no yeah i'm not sure what he's doing no but everybody else but has. he came back yes yeah, yeah everyone else has gone on maybe he has and we just don't know but I, it's possible i did I not mean, look yeah. him up i didn't that wasn't the aim of this, but yes, exactly. Right. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. Yes. Now, I follow Kimberly Williams Paisley because she's married to a country music singer. Yes. Course, Brad Paisley. Brad, yes. Um, who, by the way, that's how they met is because he saw her in Father of the Bride. No way. For real. And then and was like, I have her. to be. Yes. <gasps> Nope. Then he put her in a music video. He's like, I want, I, I need to meet that girl from Father oh of the Bride. Oh my God, no way. Yes, so it's part of their love story. Oh, that's really sweet. And they seem like a cute couple. I understand No one never knows, but they're both very funny and, and they're like, they like practical joke each other on like their Instagram pages. Like they, they seem to have a lot of fun. Oh, I love cute. that. Yeah, she seems very kind of down to earth. Um, I know I can't really say this to you, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's true. (laughs) But I I did have much curlier hair than I have now, certainly, and Uh not 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 as curly as yours, and not as curly as as these people. But Mm -hmm. at first, it was like uh, Dirty Dancing, Jennifer Grey. Yeah, and it was like, 100%. and I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to be Jennifer Grey. And then she came, Kimberly Williams came, and I was uh-huh. like, okay, that's more like it. I want to be her. That's yeah, that's well. And then you got to throw in Elizabeth Shue. I mean, we just did cocktail. Yes, but which even those are, but she's kid. a blonde, so the other two were oh, more. I see brunette for me. It was a little bit more. Well, for me, it was Dirty Dancing because on. she also had the nose. Yes. So for me, that was like a du- perfect double whammy. I'm like, wait, the curly-haired girl with a nose can get Patrick Swayze? I was like, I, my life. Done. I'm, I'm set. I'm good. Done. I mean, yes. there's hope for us all. Yes. And nobody puts her in the corner. Yes. I, I'm in. Yes. You're like, like this, this sounds right on track. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, yes. And you know, Kimberly Williams was 19. Yes, she was a I did see at Northwestern. that. She That's wild. Out of nowhere. That's wild because I they know. usually go older. They usually have an older person play someone younger, and this was a younger person playing someone older. Yes, and I saw Charles Shire in an interview after say that the studios were like, "No, you're insane. You cannot just pick this girl who's never actually been in a movie." Right, and they were like, "No, like." this is Annie. Like yeah. she came to read, they flew her out a bunch more times and they just, and then each time she read with Steve Martin and they were just like, this is it. I don't know. But there was a lot of pressure on her. Yeah. You know, yeah. unknown. Yeah. But. And you know, Phoebe Cates was the, the one they wanted to play Annie, oh. but she was pregnant at the time. So she was Casting what out. Ifs. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think she would have been good, Phoebe Cates, but then we wouldn't have known Kimberly Williams. So I'm, I'm happy right. that it happened this way. Also, she said that, like you said, she's, she was really not an actress. She was 
you know, a student and, and very young. And she said that she did not have the chops to do the blender mm-hmm. scene. Nope. And that they she had to do it over and mm-hmm. over and over. And finally, she cried, not because she channeled something yeah. good, but because yeah. she was so upset with herself and feeling uh-huh. like a failure that she finally started to bawl and cry. And that's yes. what pulled off the scene. That's the scene. So she used. was like literally crying. Yeah. Because she was upset. I did read that. Yeah. And they were like cheered for her after she was done because yeah. she was like i wasn't like some actor that knew how to access my emotion right. she was like i was like a 19 year old who was like cool i'm in a movie right yes that's yes. crazy yeah and you know steve martin signed on to do this movie without ever seeing the script yeah yeah he was just like i'm in i'm in i love it yeah 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 well and the studio didn't want diane keaton because she just had some flop of a movie and they had to fight for her nancy myers and Cheryl Shire had to be like, nope. I did she's see a, that. She's but our Nina. That has to, that's a little I, insane. I did read that too, but that's a little insane. She's been in, I mean, she was in The Godfather. Like one flop movie. She won is, an, an, an Oscar for Annie Hall yes, by then, Yes, exactly. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah, she's it's ridiculous. King. One flop yeah. that right before, big deal. Give me a break. I'm like, please. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was fun and sweet and really just took us back and is the reason we're, we're talking today about this movie. And we love when, when shows do these little reunions. Yeah, I mean, we, like we like to come up with our own crystal balls, but it's pretty fun when, yeah. they, when they and you give know, you a little taste of it. And this was, uh, it felt like, and I almost didn't even tune in for this because it felt like, you know, there's the fast times at Ridgemont High and it felt like it was like, uh, oh, another one of these, you know, kind of table reads for charity or for promotion mm-hmm. but then when I found out it was a new you know a new yeah. part of the story I was kind of all in and it was Nancy Myers really knocked it out of the park with this I mean it was a little thing but it she really she hit that tone she hit the balance she hit what we all love she could have been a flop she just was like she didn't need it to be something special she could have just written anything and we would have watched but she really right she really nailed it all right so takeaways yeah takeaways yeah well you know I actually didn't do a takeaway I I went with the who won the movie which we did not talk about doing I know but I figured I would end up using it for my takeaway okay okay but it was it's just a little bit more of my damage in a separate section because I couldn't add it all to to damage but to me so However you want to spin it, whoever won the movie, my takeaway was how much this music stayed with me and how it really wormed itself into my psyche. Because if you want proof of how much this movie impacted me, all you need to do is watch my wedding video. The majority of the songs in my wedding video are, and I'm talking about like the produced wedding video. I'm not talking about like what played at the the reception. Are all from Father of the Bride. I walked. Really? Yeah, I walked to the church to uh, today. I met the boy I'm going to marry. That was playing no in way. the footage. Okay. Yes, yeah. I walked down the aisle and down the actual aisle to Canon and D. Probably not so crazy, but so, yeah. Yeah. Um, My girl plays as we're leaving the church, and then the way you uh-huh. look tonight is a reception montage. It's all there. It's <gasps> just yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I only have the way you look tonight. But that was, like I said, my, my dance with my dad. Although I'm sure my girl played at some point. But yeah. No, but, wow. the, but we selected the songs for our wedding video. Right. Like, and um, all, all. But I never once thought to myself, oh, I'm just making a Father of the Bride <laughs> montage. No. But oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. And you know, I couldn't have told you again, just like I didn't remember the hot dog scene was from there, that mm. the way you look tonight, it's not a terribly original choice. But like, I wasn't consciously like, oh, yeah, that's what they used in Father of the Bride. Like, I just, yeah. you know, for me and my dad, it seemed like the perfect yeah, pick. It's a, and yes. Frank, it's a classic. It is, especially know. for weddings because it can be yes. first dance or it can be father-daughter. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, today and the today I met the boy, I'm going to marry that one. I love that. I love it too. Oh, and also going to the church. That was another, going to the chapel and we're going to get married. That's also in the movie. That was also in my wedding video. That's five. Oh my gosh. Five, five. Do you watch your video? Oh, we do. Every, pretty much every year. <laughs> coming up next month so we'll have to find it i don't know where it is wait, in pandemic life but wait you're november right no october like marathon. no october right after you, were... you i know on the 13th uh, what are you 24th oh wow yes okay yeah well, i don't know where my video is i mean i think i do but yeah we watch it all the time oh that's so funny the kids um, love it too well that's that is yes. true um but mine's a VHS. We don't have a V. I think uh, I think someone did put it onto a DVD. I think we got it switched over because that's how old we are. Yeah, we I'm have like, a DVD. We have only DVD, but it doesn't play in every player. Like a lot of Blu-ray players, it won't play in. And even DVDs are are gone now. I don't know what I to know. do with it. And <laughs> because we had like some fancy wedding videographer, it's protected. So they can't transfer it. It's very sad oh. to me. I can't even talk about it. Because if we do, okay. I love it. I love my wedding video. Oh, my God. You're so funny. All right. Well, you <laughs> yes. need to get that figured out yes. because you need it. A hundred percent. So my takeaway, I don't know if it's even really a takeaway, but um, I, I've talked about this a lot already, but this this movie really like made me think, obviously, about the parent child bond mm. but also just to like appreciate a little bit more about what my father was going through at the time of the wedding I mean what it must have felt like yeah. for him I mean for George Banks this is like a profound loss oh. I mean that's what he talks about from beginning to end yeah I mean he's watching the vows and he's oh just that like, part I can't believe we forgot to uh, talk about that yes and he was all grown up and leaving us something inside me began to hurt Oh, I mean, yeah. he's sitting there and I just thought, you know, I don't know. I mean, like I said, Charles Shire said, this is clearly a story about a father daughter relationship and the pain a father feels losing his daughter. And then I wondered, is it really like this for all fathers of the bride? I mean, this, like I said, speaks to me so clearly because I knew it was like that for my dad. And since I only have boys, then I thought, well, is that what I'll feel like mm. for them? Is it unique? It can't be unique to fathers and daughters. I mean, I, that's why I started by saying it made me think just more generally about the parent-child bond. And, mm. and does every parent at a wedding just think, this is it, I've lost them? Mm. Or is George Banks and my father just the overreactors of the world? <laughs> like, and will, will I be an overreactor? I don't think I will be, but like, I don't know. Is it just something that when you actually see your child, like 
choosing really like someone else and 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 to have a new family and relationship that like you suddenly feel like like he says that just like my life was oh he felt like like everything was ending yes as hers was beginning yes i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know either i will say though that i if i think about it i think about it i would worry about it more for my son because I don't, I can't imagine my dad felt that way personally, but, and not because we're not close, but because like, I, I mean, I'm so close to my family. They can't fucking get rid of me. Like, so I don't think right. they thought right. like that was, right. that I was going anywhere. Right. I really, right. but in my family, it's much more likely like the, it's very like the daughter is always still part of her family but the son leaves and the son becomes part of the daughter you know whoever he marries their their parents so that i i could like in in the way of my family i would worry about that more for my son like that he will go and then be subsumed by his wife's family and i would feel like i I was losing him yeah I think that too, but then I look at my brother. He's super close with my mom yeah. and did not get subsumed with the yeah. with his wife's family. He's close with them too, or even my husband. He's so tight with his family. Yeah, I mean, and his mother, yeah. forget it. Right. I mean, it is like so. So that yes, hasn't lives yeah. well, near me, yeah. which is technically by my family, but like it hasn't affected there that at all right um yeah which is nice to see as as yes as a mother of a son yes um yes but like i like i can't watch a father-daughter dance like at a wedding oh I, I even before my Me father too. died i cry at every single one of them oh my but gosh. now allison I, allison's father was so mad at me allison oh. he was like you have to stop crying i was like right there just like bawling because he did butterfly kisses and oh i was just oh. i was but did you cry at mother son dances never only neither only father daughter i just bawled and same with me but lately yeah and there i haven't been to that many weddings lately but now that i have sons i start to see it a little differently and i get a little like oh see yeah yeah i can relate a little to that i could see that too yeah i could see that i don't think i'll be as dramatic i will say watching our wedding video i do feel even more i i feel more about it than the my husband's Right. Um, dance with his mother and and she picked um that song like i hope you dance which is oh, yeah i oh, like that so yeah. that always gets yes. me too <laughs> i know it does depend on the song yeah. i picked too i might just be crying because of the song right but yes yes uh, i mean there's that too yeah. but yeah yeah so i just i went oh god this was no wonder this was so tragic for my father i'm like and I didn't go anywhere. I mean, like literally, right. like Stayed I never in, yeah. left. Yes, I never left New York, right. except to go to college. Right. So I mean, you know, I don't think he had a fear of me physically, like like location wise. Yeah, being but just like in his far heart, away. in your heart, yes. or yeah, like in your this well, mental space, right. all of that. Yeah, it's sort of like how George Banks tells her it's cold and put his jacket on. She's like, yes. Dad, I'm fine. And then ten seconds later, he goes. Oh, it's chilly out. Oh, okay. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he realizes he's like, I'm I've been Mr. Replaced. Discontinued. Yes. I'm Mr. Oh, Discontinued. Yes. And then I thought, oh, 
darn dad is that how you felt you got replaced yeah but i think maybe they do feel like yeah i'm not obviously i started by saying not every dad but yeah clearly my dad was like that and maybe it's a short it's just an adjustment period maybe maybe yes maybe maybe my dad never adjusted well (laughs) (laughs) well he was a scorpio right fixed sign Uh, yeah they don't like change No, they do not. Um, But but I'll tell you, this you've really planted a seed in my head that I'm very kind of curious about. But I will say, most nights I can't get my kids out of my fucking bed. So I'm not really worried about them leaving right now. No, exactly. See you later. (laughs) Exactly. Someday, someday. Oh, exactly. When I'm awfully low. Awfully low. Yes. I was just going to I will feel it. More, <laughs> we're back to just the singing. I love it. Oh, it's a great song. It's a great it song. Is. It's a great movie. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed this show, please tell the complicated women in your life. And the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com and keep it complicated.